माधव कुंज विहारी जय गोपी जनावल्लभागिरीवरधारी यशोदनंदना ब्रजजन रंजना यशोदनंदना ब्रजजन यमुना तीरा बन चारे यमुना तीरा बन चारे जयो राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी जयो राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी बिहारी हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा कृष्ण कृष्णा हरे 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 राम हरे राम 
राम रामा हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा हरे रामा हरे रामा राम रामा हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा राम रामा हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे हरे राम रामा हरे हरे जयो राधा वल्लभ राधा वल्लभ श्री राधे जयो राधा मदन मोहन राधा मदन मोहन श्री राधे जयो राधा गोविंद राधा गोविंद श्री राधे जयो राधा गोपीनाथ राधा गोपीनाथ श्री राधे जयो जगन्नाथा जगन्नाथा बलदेवा जयो सुभद्रा जयो गौरानीताय 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 जयो गौरानीताय जयो प्रभुपदा 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 शिला प्रभुपदा प्रभुपदा शिला प्रभुपद हरि बोल हरि बोल हरि बोल नीताय गौरा हरि बोल ताई गौरा हरि बोल हरि बोल हरि बोल नेताई गौरा हरि बोल हरि बोल नेताई गौरा हरि बोल
शिल प्रभुपाद की जाय जाय ओम विष्णुपाद परम हंस परिव्रज काचार्य अष्टोत्तर शत श्री श्रीमद हिज डिवाइन ग्रेस ए सी भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी शिल प्रभुपाद की जाय अनंत कोटि वैष्णव वृंद की जाय ग्रंथ राज श्रीमद भागवतम की जाय निताय गौर प्रेमानंदे ऑल ग्लोरीज टू दी असेंबल डिवोटीज ऑल ग्लोरीज टू दी असेंबल डिवोटीज ऑल ग्लोरीज टू दी असेंबल डिवोटीज ऑल ग्लोरीज ऑल ग्लोरीज टू श्री श्री गुरु एंड गौरांगा All glories to His divine grace, Śrīla Prabhupāda, Śrīla Prabhupāda ki jāya, Nama Om Vishnupādāya Krishna Prishthāya Bhūtale, Śrīmate Bhakti Vedānta Swāminiti Nāmine, Namaste Sāraswate Deve Gauravāni Pracharine, Nirvishesha Shunyavādi Pāschatya Deshatārine. ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायणम् नमस्कृत्या नरम चैवा नरोतमम् देविम् सरस्वतिम् व्यासम् ततो जयमुधीरये नष्टप्रायेशु अभद्रेशु नित्यं भागवतसेवया भागवतेरुत्तमश्लोके भक्तिर भवति नैष्टकी Krishnaya Vasudevaya Devaki Nandanayacha Nandakopakumaraya Govindaya Namon Namaha Hare Krishna, welcome all of you for today's discussion of Shri Shri Srimad Bhagavatam. We are reading from Canto 7, Chapter 8, titled as The Lord Slays the King of the Demons. And we are supposed to read from 43. Shri Rishaya Uchuhu Tvamnastapah Paramamathayadatma Tejo Yene damadi purushatmano gatam sashartha Tadvipralupta mamunadya sharanya pala Rakshagrihita vapusapunaranvamamsthaha Vamnastapah paramam athayadatma tejo Vamnastapah paramam athayadatma tejo 
ಏನೇದಮಾಪುರುಷಾತ್ಮಗತ ಸಸರ್ಗ್ಥ ತ್ವಿಪ್ರಲುಪ್ತಮುನಾಶರಣ್ಯಪಾಲ ರಕ್ಷಾ ಗೃಹೀತವಪುಷಾ ಪುನರನ್ವಂಸ್ಥ ತ್ಪರಮಾಥಯದಾತ್ಮತೇಜೋದಮಾಪುರುಷಾತ್ಮಗತ ಸಸರ್ಗ್ಥ ತ್ವಿಪ್ರಲುಪ್ತಮುನಾಶರಣ್ಯಪಾಲ ರಕ್ಷಾ ಗೃಹೀತವಪುಷಾ ಪುನರನ್ವಂಸ್ಥ ಶ್ರೀರಿಷಯ ಊಚು ಪುರುಷಂಸ ತ್ವಿಪ್ರಲುಪ್ತಮುನಾಶರಣ್ಯಪಾಲ ರಕ್ಷಾ ಗೃಹೀತವಪುಷಾ ಪುನರನ್ವಂಸ್ಥ ಶ್ರೀರಿಷಯ ಊಚು ತ್ಪರಮಾಥಯದಾತ್ಮತೇಜೋದಮಾಪುರುಷಾತ್ಮಗತ ಸಸರ್ಗ್ಥಿಪ್ರಲುಪ್ತಮುನಾಶರಣ್ಯಪಾಲ ರಕ್ಷಾ ಗೃಹೀತವಪುಷಾ ಪುನರನ್ವಂಸ್ಥ ಶ್ರೀರಷಯ ಓಚು ತ್ಪರಮಾಥಯದಾತ್ಮತೇಜೋ ಏನೇದಮಾಪುರುಷಾತ್ಮಗತ ಸಸರ್ಗ್ಥ ಿ 
ಪರಮಾತ್ಮತೆಜೋ ಶೀರ್ಷಯ ಊಷು ಸರ್ಥಿಪ್ರಲುಪ್ತಮುನಾಶರಣ್ಯಪಾಲ ರಕ್ಷಾಗೃಹೀತವಪುಷಾ ಪುನರನ್ವಮಂಸ್ಥಾಷಯ ಊಚು ದ ಗ್ರೇಟ್ ಸೇಜ್ ಸೇಡ್ ತ್ವು ನವರ್ ತಪ ಆಸ್ಥಿರಿಟಿ ಪರಮಂ ಟಾಪ್ಮೋಸ್ಟ್ ಆಥ ಇನ್ಸ್ಟ್ರಕ್ಟೆಡ್ ಯತ್ ವಿಚ್ ಆತ್ಮತೇಜ ಯೋ ಸ್ಪಿರಿಚುಲ್ ಪವರ್ ಬೈ ವಿಚ್ ಇದಂ ದಿಸ್ ಮೆಟೀರಿಯಲ್ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಆದಿಪುರುಷ ಓ ಸುಪ್ರೀಂ ಒರಿಜಿನಲ್ ಪರ್ಸನಾಲಿಟಿ ಆಫ್ ಗಾಡ್ ಹೆಡ್ ಆತ್ಮಗತ ಮರ್ಜ್ಡ್ ವಿತ್ ಇನ್ ಯೋರ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಸಸರ್ಕ್ಥ ಯು ಕ್ರಿಯೇಟೆಡ್ ತತ್ ದಟ್ ಪ್ರೋಸೆಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಆಸ್ಟರಿಟಿ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಪೆನೆನ್ಸ್ ವಿಪ್ರಲುಪ್ತಂ ಸ್ಟೋಲನ್ ಅಮುನಾ ಬೈ ದ ಡೀಮನ್ ಹಿರಣ್ಯಕಶಿಪು ಆದ್ಯ ನೌ ಶರಣ್ಯಪಾಲ ಓ ಸುಪ್ರೀಂ ಮೇಂಟೈನರ್ ಆಫ್ ದೋಸ್ ಹುನು ನೀಡ್ ಟು ಬಿ ಶೆಲ್ಟರ್ಡ್ ರಕ್ಷಗೃಹೀತ ವಪುಷಾ ಬೈ ಯೋರ್ ಬಾಡಿ ವಿಚ್ ಯು ಆಕ್ಸೆಪ್ಟ್ to give protection punaha again anvamamsthaha you have approved translation and purport by his divine grace ac bhakti vedanta swami shila prabhupad shila prabhupad ki jai translation all the saintly persons present offered their prayers in this way o lord o supreme maintainer of those sheltered at your lotus feet o original personality of godhead the process of austerity and penance in which you instructed us before is the spiritual power of your very self it is by austerity that you create the material world which lies dormant within you this austerity was almost stopped by the activities of this demon by now by your self appearing in the form of nrsimha deva 
which is meant just to give us protection and by killing the demon you have again approved the process of austerity. Purport The living entities wandering within the jurisdiction of the 8,400,000 species of life get the opportunity for self-realization in the human form. And gradually, in such other elevated forms as those of the demigods, kinnaras and charanas, as, well, as will be described below, in the higher statuses of life, beginning from human, human life, the main duty is tapasya or austerity. As Rishabha advised his son, tapo divyam putrakayena sattvam shudhyet. To rectify our material existence, austerity, tapasya, is absolutely necessary. However, when people in general come under the control of a demon or a demoniac ruling power, they forget this process of tapasya and gradually also become demoniac. All the saintly persons who were generally engaged in austerity felt relieved when Hiranyakashipu was killed by the Lord in the form of Nrsimhadeva. They realized that the original instruction concerning human life, that it is meant for tapasya, for self-realization, was affirmed or reaffirmed by the Lord when he killed Hiranyakashipu. Om Ajnana Timirandhasya Jnananjana Shalakhaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamahiyam Dadati Svapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yuta Padakamalam Shri Guru Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunatan Vitam Tam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakham Vitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dina Bandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Rishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vancha Kalpatarubhyascha Krupa Sindhubhya Evacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namaha Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhara Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare 
यम प्रव्रजतमुपेतमुपेतकृत्यम द्वैपायन विरह कातर आजुहावा पुत्रे तन्मयतया तरवोभिनेदो स्थम सर्वूतहृद मुनिमानस्मी हरे कृष्णा सो वेलकम ऑल ऑफ यू फॉर दिस वंडरफुल डिस्कशन ऑफ द ग्रंथराज श्रीमद भागवतम व्हिच इज अ वंडरफुल लिटरेचर एंड इट इज अ समरी ऑफ द वेदांत सूत्रस द अग्निपुराण डिक्लेयर्स प्रभुपाद मेंशंस दिस इन टीचिंग्स ऑफ लॉर्ड चैतन्य नाउ इन दिस चैप्टर वी हैव सीन नरसिंहदेव हैज किल्ड हिरण्यकशिपु एंड ऑल द the denizens of all planetary systems have appeared um so we have floated 14 planetary systems and they all have appeared all, these are all exalted personalities right now we have we are so fortunate that um generally you know when we when we read interviews or podcasts we have great personalities speaking something and we are able to read or hear their talks so these are the prayers that um, these denizens of different planetary systems have are offering to the lord and right now we are seeing the 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 sages are being are offering their prayers shri rishaya uchuhu rishi the rishis <clears throat> so far we have seen that narsimha deva um, has destroyed hiranyakashipu hiranyakashipu was creating upadrava upadrav upadrava means disturbances in the planetary order you know the universal order he was creating lot of disturbances and how nrsinga deva stopped that particular person's uh, kritya or happenings or the problem he was creating in the universal order in the system that the lord has created and after he was killed who was the first personality who offered prayers lord brahma ji offered isn't it lord brahma is offering his prayers so it's a hierarchy now so lord brahma is offering his prayers and if you observe it's quite interesting um when i went back to brahma ji's prayers if you see brahma's prayers he's mentioning natosmi anaitaya duranta shaktaye vichitra viryaya pavitra karmane when brahma ji started creating his main concern was to create something you need which mode of uh, material nature which is the mode which is used for creation passion so brahma ji knows he needs to use the mode of passion but he was very afraid that 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 mode could engulf him so he was praying please save me from this mode of passion when i create when i engage myself in creation so if you see all these personalities prayers are very much related to where their activities or field of activities are brahma ji is now praying you are pavitra karmane hmm? you possess unending potencies no one can eliminate or calculate your prowess so you are unlimited so brahma ji is creator is the secondary creator but yet he is praying that the lord is unlimited and your actions are never polluted by material energy so your ashud you are shuddham apapavidham ishopanishad here he is saying pavitra karmane pavitra karmane means that whatever you do um your you do not get polluted even though you are engaged with the material nature you do not get polluted um i seek the blessings of gana uh, samudra prabhu before i speak anything bro thank you sorry <coughs> so uh, so he so brahma ji is praying like that so you don't get polluted so ye yathamam prapadyante tam sthataiva bhajamyam even devotees 
with whatever mood we approach the Lord, we see that particular form of the Lord, we see those qualities in the Lord. Because Krishna is gunasampurna, is, he, he is full of qualities, he is full of auspicious qualities. So, uh, Brahmaji is saying, you are pavitra karmane, you are shuddham, you are apapa vidham, even though you engage with the material nature, you don't get polluted, my dear Lord. So, that, that's what he's seeing in the Lord, right? And the Lord is unlimited. He is aganita guna sampanna. Aganita guna sampanna means what? He is unlimitedly, uh, he has, his potencies and characteristics are unlimited. Although we mentioned 64 characteristics that in Krishna, but he is unlimited. So, um, and then we see Rudradeva offering his prayers. What is Rudradeva offering? Kopakalo yo yugantaste. Kopakalo means at the time of dissolution, your anger, the end of millennium is the time for your anger. This is the forte of Lord Shiva, isn't it? He's the one who destroys in one sense. He's the one who executes the destruction of our annihilation. And he needs, Rudra means also anger. So that particular aspect or characteristics of the Lord, he meditates on because that, that is the potency that the Lord empowers Lord Shiva with. So he's meditating on that. And then Indra Deva, Indra Deva who is the king of the, the Devatas, what is his prayer? He, he is saying, Devatas is saying, Trayata na Svabhaga. So, Svabhaga can be understood in two ways. Sva means me, that is Indra Deva is saying, our portion of offerings that we were supposed to get, that was stopped by Hiranyakashipu. Now you are Trayata, means you are helping us or protecting us to get our portion of uh, offerings. Or Sva means, Sva means Swatantra Bhagavan. That was your offering which we take it and give it to you, but you have, this person had stopped it. So therefore you have cleared all of that. So Indra Deva is, because that is his forte, that he takes the offerings and offer it to the Lord. So that is the pur purpose of the Devatas. Now we will come to Rishaya Uchuhu. The, so basically if you see Satyaloka resident, Brahma, Brahma Dev, he's the representative, he's offered. And then we have Devaloka, Swargaloka, he's offered. And now we've come to Tapaloka. Tapaloka is where the Rishis Reside. Rishis, um, you see the Kumaras, they all reside there. And this is the loka where the, the, the inhabitants are into uh, tapasya, which is austerity and penance. Austerity is a very closer word to tapasya. Tapasya, again, English is a very limited language. You have 26 letters and very few syllables with which you can pronounce something. It has about 53 sounds that you can produce in English. But Sanskritam is unlimited. You can produce many sounds. 53 is a limited syllable, but you can go beyond it. Uh, 53 is only a likhita. That's why writing limits the language. Sometimes we think writing is advanced, but actually writing limits the language. Uh, that's why it was not written for a long time because the moment you write, you're limiting it to certain characters, you're limiting it to certain syllables. But when you have it in Shruti, you don't limit the sounds. For example, can you write the sounds of a bird? You can't. You'll have to say tweet. <laughs> tweet is all you can do. Or you have to say cuckoo. That's it. Because every sound, Acharya Madhva says, is an epithet of God. Every sound should remind us of God. Even the twink twinkling of the bells, the tweet of the birds, the moan of the peacock or the, or the mowing of the cow, everything is an epithet of God. So therefore writing limits it. So in that case, the rishis are offering their prayers. So austerity and penance is a very closer word in that sense because austerity itself has two literal meanings. One is discipline, one is regulation, austerity, or austerity also means frugality. See, there are two different meanings in which context you use that particular word in English as well. So, 
This word tapaha is also very interesting. In the Sanskritam, we'll just it because um, you won't get the swarasya, the taste, if you do not understand the language also. Uh, in, in Sanskritam, there is called as something called as viparyaya shabdha. Mado damo viparyaya. Mado damo means mada and damo. They are reverse of each. You see, what is it called in English? If you reverse a word. No. What is the word you... Huh? No, no, no. There is a word. Malayalam. If you write it reverse, it's the same word. What's, what is it called as? Okay, think about it. Huh? Palindrome. Yes, exactly. So, you reverse it and that's the word. So, it's the same word. In the same way, Mado Damo Viparyayaha. That's called Viparita Shabda. Viparyayaha. Mada Dama. Mada means uncontrolled. Dama means controlled. You see, reverse Dama to Mada. It's Viparyaya Shabda. If you control, if you discipline Dhamma, then you will be controlled with your Mada. Mada means intoxication, control. Similarly, if you don't want to fall down, what is falling down in Sanskritam? Patita Pavana Hetu. Patit. Hmm? Patan. You see? Pata. Pata Tapa. You see? Viparya Shabda. If you want to avoid Pataha, you do Tapaha. See? Viparya Shabda. So it's a very interesting. Uh, palindrome kind of a uh, bhasha that, that the scriptures or, the, or it's, you shouldn't even say scriptures, it is shastra. Uh, again, scripture is a very closer word. Uh, scripture means something that is written, you see. Um, so, scripture also is not the closest, it's the closest word to shastra again. So, those don't, who don't want to fall down should do tapasya. And Prabhupada mentions Rishabdev's instructions to his children as tapo divyam putrakayena sattvam shuddhet. Human life means tapasya. Now, interestingly, this verse, the rishis are mentioning that you had instructed us before that austerity is your own self because the Lord and his energies are non-different. You see, the Lord is non-different from his shaktis. Austerity is one of his shaktis actually. And here, interestingly, they say, it is with austerity you create this world. We also do austerities, lot of austerity to create so many things. You see, at the mom, uh, at the max we can create sweat. Gopavanesh Prabhu was telling at the max we can create sweat. That's all we can do. We sweat and with what what comes out is sweat, actually. But the Lord also does austerity while He creates. What is that type of austerity? It is not the austerity that we do. We we have to struggle. But austerity is an energy of the Lord that He invests in all living entities. So, it refers to the verse which Brahmaji was instructed when Brahma did tapasya or when uh, Brahmaji was, uh, when the Lord appeared to Brahmaji, he says, Shrijami tapasyai vedam, grasami tapasa punaha, bibharmi tapasa vishvam, viryam me duscharam tapaha. He says, I created this cosmos by such penance, I maintain it by the same energy and I withdraw it by the same energy. Therefore, the potency is penance only. It's very interesting how the Lord creates, sustains and absorbs with an energy called penance, with the energy called tapasya. So, these are all different facets of the same Supreme Lord and how this existence comes into being. So, austerity of the Lord, Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakura writes to this verse, 2924, uh, as austerity of the Lord means that he creates this material world, but he is separate from the material world. That is his austerity. Means he is untouched by the material world. So it, that is his potency, that is his austerity.
And when Brahmaji did, the first thing he heard was what? Tapaha. See, and then he did tapasya. Now that, you have to understand, tapasya are also two types. One is non-devotional tapasya, which most of us think tapasya means go to the forest, go to the Himalayas and sit and meditate. That is in general notion of tapasya, but the devotional tapasya means austerity done to please the Lord. That is, or, that is the tapasya we are all concerned with actually. And Lord Brahma's tapasya was devotional tapasya. It was not a non-devotional tapasya. We have to understand because he was a great… After looking at the Lord, after getting instructions from the Lord, why will he go and do non-devotional tapasya, you see? So we see, this is very relevant to what we see here when compared to the tapasya what Hiranyakashipu did and what tapasya Dhruva Maharaj did or what tapasya's benefit that Prahlad Maharaj is enjoying. You see, there are two tapas, tapasvis here. Hiranyakashipu also was a great tapasvi, you see. But his tapas was, tapasya only destroyed him. So, it's very relevant in case of tapasya here. And uh, Rishabhdeva's instructions which Prabhupada mentions, Rishabhdeva says that human life is meant for tapasya. It's very interesting. I remembered uh, His Holiness Devamrit Maharaj saying, that when he was experimenting before even taking to Krishna consciousness, this one verse hit him hard. This, is, this was the verse. That, that, that one who has awarded this human form should not work hard day and night simply for sense gratification. You see, because with this particular enjoyment is available to hogs and dogs, stool-eating hogs also, they also enjoy. I remember I was, uh, we got down in Barsana, that was the first time I got down for Barsana and we were in front of the Radharani's temple. When we got out, you know, and sometimes in Vrindavan and Barsana there are gutters on, on the side and there are, uh, uh, there are hogs on, in the gutter. And when I saw them, they're very happy. I said, later I mesmerized by that black waters. I was thinking, wow, somebody can be so happy in that particular situation. Only they can be. This is <laughs> um, so they're very happy in that situation, but they're unaware of that situation. Therefore, human form of life, we have to be very, of course, those hawks, they are in Barsana, so they are better than me, who is not in Barsana, actually. We have to be careful because a um, lot of devotees can, can be channa, <laughs> they can be hidden as animals in Vrindavan, we never know. So we should not be critic criticism, we should not be critical about any living entity in Barsana or Vrindavan because it is Dham, Chintamani Dham. But uh, this particular verse strikes very hard and I remember Devamrit Maharaj saying this particular verse struck me very hard and I took to the process of Bhagavad. I went and bought all the books and I started studying and I wanted to research before I could join. So what is tapasya then? What do you mean by tapasya? Tapasya means and interestingly, tapasya means tapa alochana. Tapa alochana means it is actually a, a, a type of consciousness. Right? It doesn't. It is nothing to do with externalities. It is deeply to do with your internal state of consciousness. That is tapa alochana. Means disciplining, disciplining the body, mind, and words, which is what we will see in the 17th chapter. Krishna speaks about this. Again, in the 11th, chapter, 11th canto, we, we see a verse, Kaenavacha manasendri airva buddhyat manavanushruta svabhavat karoti yadyat sakalam parasmai narayanayeti samarpayetat. That Kaena vacha manasendri airva. Kaena means kaya means what? Kaya means body. Kaena vacha manasa. Body, mind, and words. Narayanatyeti samarpayet. 
all of the body, mind and words, this is called trikarana. Trikaranas means these three important. Karana also, in, the body includes the senses. Mind includes the buddhi also. In one sense, the word, mind and the body needs to be always used in pleasing Krishna. This is the actual definition of austerity. In fact, the first verse of Upadeshamrita, Rupa Goswami says, what is that? Vacho Vegam, Manasakrodha Vegam, Jihva Vegam, Udara Upastha Vegam. So, uh, and it is very important, it is not a prerequisite for bhakti, but it is a prerequisite for the bhakta. We have to understand. Bhakti is not dependent on austerity, but a bhakta should be dependent on austerity, because it is, the, it is a requirement for the bhakta. Uh, to be austere in, in the sense that it is to please the Lord in whatever austerity. We'll, do, we'll see what actually uh, austerity for us as devotees mean in the pretext of what the rishis are praying. Again, rishi is an interesting word because rishi, uh, the dhatu r, r comes from one of the Upanishads. R means one who has seen the revelations of the Vedas. They are called as rishi. Uh, tapasya and what is not tapasya? We have to understand. Tapasya does not mean one has to go to Himalayas, one has to go to the forest and sit alone. Uh, that is not the definition of tapasya. Krishna very clearly or categorically explains what is tapasya in the Bhagavad Gita and what is not tapasya, he very clearly explains. Um, in fact, if you see and observe in the modern world, do people out there do tapasya or not? What do you all think? Generally, do people do tapasya? What is their tapasya? What is everyone's tapasya in this material world? Yeah, going to work and? <laughs> going to party. <laughs> Friday night parties. Huh? Maintain children? Yeah. I remember I, st I went for a conference, um, uh, an IT conference in, in the, in the place called Crown. How many of you know Crown? So the conference was in Crown. You know Crown? Okay. <laughs> Not the one you wear, but a place called Crown in Melbourne. So I, I went there and the conference was there. In the, in the night there was party, which uh, fortunately I didn't attend. And next day I went for the conference again because it was a three-day conference. When I went, there were welcoming drinks. There were glasses with uh, with a tablet inside. There was a pink tablet inside. And everybody came, pour water into it, and then they had it. I was thinking, what is that they are having? A pink tablet. And as they entered the conference, they took it very religiously and they poured water. Oh, I had a, I had a late night yesterday, you see, and then they poured the water and they were having it. And it turned out into a pink juice. I was thinking maybe it's reconstituted tablet of uh, <laughs> grape, grapefruit or something. And then I asked my colleague, what's that tablet? And, and, they, and he said, it is for reducing the, um, what is that, like jet lag, you get some lag after consuming alcohol. Hangover, yeah, hangover. So he said, that reduces the hangover of the previous night's partying. So this is their austerity. The austerity is they will take the tablet now, the pink tablet, which will reduce their hangover they had from the austerity of the previous night. So this is general austerity people think. You see, this is uh, every living entity is going through some austerity of its own. You know, even an ant, when the sun comes out, the ant is very austere to go and collect some food for it. In the same way, from the smallest ant to the largest living entity, everybody is doing some tapasya because they are trying to protect something that is very valuable to them or to us. What is that? Body. 
because we this is the most precious thing we own because if we don't have the body we cannot enjoy so therefore i have to preserve it maintain it take care of it so therefore what do i have to feed i have to feed food water whatever ahara nidra bhayam aithunam sir and and depends on what intensity one does there are different types of austerity some people study hard to become doctors etc etc some people study hard to become scientists some people want to land on the moon some people spend all their life studying frogs and end up being frogs you never know so a lot of austerities they take <clears throat> but one may say what happens to the rich and the famous they don't work hard who are born rich do they go through some austerity do they no what is their austerity okay to keep the money safe yes sometimes they feel disgusted of their own wealth and fame they run away from it i know one of my friend has <clears throat> uh uh two daughters and these daughters have run away whenever i ask him he is very sad he says what happened one daughter is backpacking somewhere in europe another daughter is backpacking somewhere in india i said the one in india is good i told him <laughs> she is practicing yoga in rishikesh i said very nice and then i keep sending them uh, yoga retreats of our farm if they come back send us to the farm here we also have rishikesh here we call nandagram so uh sometimes too much comfort gives us disgust and they like to have so you know austerity so they like to live live a simple life sometimes they go tenting have you heard camping why do they go camping they go camping because they want to experience some austerity you see because without austerity it causes disgusting life becomes very disgusting hmm? but there are different definitions of austerity in the modern world uh, drinking tea instead of coffee is austerity drinking hot water instead of what coffee is austerity so this, the definitions of austerity is there but uh, the best definition is given by krishna in the bhagavad gita because among all of these different definitions we have to understand what is real austerity mean krishna in the 17th chapter explains there are three types of austerities austerity in the mode of goodness austerity in the mode of and austerity in the mode of ignorance there are three types of austerities and austerity of goodness krishna ex- uh, explains in detail especially towards the three three trikarna पूजनम शौचमाजवम ब्रह्मचर्यम अहिंसा च शारीरम तप उच्यते ऑस्टरिटी ऑफ द बॉडी ऑस्टरिटी ऑफ द माइंड एंड ऑस्टरिटी ऑफ द वर्ड्स सो दीज आर थ्री थ्री ऑस्टरिटीज दैट कृष्णा स्पीक्स अबाउट नाउ देवद्विजगुरु प्राग्ना वन हैज टू पे ओबिसेंसेस टू देव द्विज एंड गुरु देव मीन्स हु आर देवताज और द लॉर्ड adi deva which is the supreme lord dvija means dvija pitambar prabhu or dvija means the twice born and uh, guru pragna guru means the our guru our acharyas we have to pay our obeisances to them why because it is the austerity of the body you must have seen you know some people pass by the temple and they will touch the temple uh, they will touch the, this is all austerity of the body some external uh, paying obeisances somehow we are using the body to pay obeisances and it purifies our existence because our body is used to do to pay obeisances to the lord to pay obeisances to the paraphernalia of the lord when the elders come in we have to get up and pay obeisances to them pay obeisances to the acharyas pay obeisances to the paraphernalia to the temple we see a lot of pujaris when they come out of the altar they pay obeisances to the to the direction of the altar so each of these activities purifies our existence purifies our consciousness 
we have to pay obeisances um i remember uh, i remembered um, kesha prabhu mentioning in one of the lectures that um, his holiness tamal krishna maharaj was working very closely with prabhupad and every time he came in and out of course he used to deal with prabhupad every the whole day he has to go into prabhupad's quarters and come out so he he every time he goes in he has to pay obeisances so few times he paid and then he thought let's be practical i've pay once and once in the evening that's enough and then he stopped paying obeisances that day and prabhupad called another disciple and says my disciples have stopped paying obeisances to me and maharaj understood it was actually for him so it means that one may think it is too emotional but on the other end if someone thinks it purifies our existence so why not people spend hours and give money to someone to put 100 pushups is it not but they think twice to pay 100 obeisances to the spiritual master sometimes we think like that is it not but 100 pushups we will do and we'll pay money also 100 dollars to gym and then we'll put 100 pushups you am giving money to pay pushups but this is free you don't have to pay but can pay obeisances uh sometimes we see devotees come um, new people come to the temple the other day i was sitting here there's a person who came he he just paid the normal uh pancha dandavats how the mataji is pay and then he got up then he saw one devotee come and paying sashtanga dandavats three times then he saw him paying and then he he looked at everyone so nobody was looking then he paid quickly the full dandavats the way he was paying and then he got up and then he dusted his his dress then i i couldn't stop laughing actually but he did it it's so beautiful isn't it he saw the devotee doing it and he imitated the devotee which was wonderful you see because he didn't know how to do it so when he saw someone doing it he initially paid like this and then he got up and because he pointed his feet towards shila prabhupada saying mm. and then he saw the devotee and he learned how to do it and he just dusted his and then he quickly ran away from the door because he was a bit you know shy to imitate or whatever you know but it's wonderful so this is called devadvija guru pragna one has to pay obeisances to purify shaucham brahmacharyam all of these are bodily purification or body tapasya tapasya but sometimes in modern times how do they take it how is the austerity done um i was just inquisitive i googled um there are countries where only 50% of the population bathe every day <laughs> do you want to take a guess which country <laughs> no actually australia and india fare very well they bathe every day 95 more than 95 to 98% especially india is on the extreme many bathe three times a day so they are overly clean so many of the european countries especially france they all have about 50% of the population take a shower once in a week uh, that is their austerity you see don't waste water <laughs> save some water it's a very austere life so and many other countries so and to name a few so that is their austerity actually um Prabhupada mentions this in one of the uh, Prabhupada mentions this or um, I think his holiness Radhanath Swami Maharaj was mentioning this in one of his talks he was he was saying that uh, the french take but then people were saying that is just a hearsay it is just a hearsay it's not a fact but actually a, a research done 2016 it is actually a fact they did actually a research and they found less more than 55% of the population don't take showers every day they they take once in a week or so Uh, and therefore we know all of the cologne fragrances come from you know french are very famous for nice fragrance you know why now so they stop using those fragrances then we will get another sugandha or 
Durgandha. So, then tapasya of the words. Anudvega karam vakyam satyam priyam hitam chayat swadhyayabhyasanam chayva vanmayam tapa uchate. Words. So, austerity of the speech consists of um, Anudvega karam vakyam. Udvega means anxiety. We should speak in such a way that we do not put others in anxiety. It should be very pleasing to the heart. Hmm? We should be careful. Sometimes we think speaking the truth is, is good. You see, but Krishna had given a completely different definition of how to speak the truth. You just don't speak the truth because, uh, because I'm speaking the truth. For example, I've told you this example, right? Um, some thieves... Some thieves are uh, chasing a person and then they come to a hermitage and the, and the, and the sage is taking a shower, I mean he's dipping in the river and they come and ask, where is this person, we are following him. He has to be truthful, right? He could say, that person's hiding in my ashram. You can go and catch him. He wouldn't say that. He said, yeah, he went that way. But hang on, he's a sage, he's lying. You see, anutvega karam vakyam. That is truth. Because he protected the person. Although he lied, he protected the person. So I'm not saying one should, you're not professing to be lying all the time. What we mean to say is, you have to know what to speak when. This is what is called as controlled speech. To be, to be thoughtful of what we speak. Hmm? So if it has saved the person's life, it is good. Although it's been uh, speaking, uh, you know, falsified information. So, anudvega karam vakyam satyam priyam hitam chayat. But what is the austerity of speech in modern times? I'm just taking a comparison. What is the austerity of speech in modern times? Speaking the truth? Okay. Huh? Duplicitous? Okay. You mean something else, yeah. Being duplicitous. Uh, Yes, di being diplomatic in your speech. Yeah, they're very diplomatic actually, and that's the exhibition of their talent. Hmm. Actually, austerity of the speech in today's day and age means not to speak of God. Is it not? Secular. We are very secular. Don't talk about God and religion. We will talk about everything else and up to nature, but not beyond nature. Because there's nothing called as God. We are secular people. So this is austerity of today's modern times. No, no speaking of God, no speaking of religion, be secular. Uh, this is austerity is practiced in today's... Um, <clears throat> but they, today's modern times, you see, they, they take great pains. As uh, we, we see now, this is almost like a newspaper of the universal order, you see, Bhagavatam. It is talking of what happened when the rishis were offering prayers to Narsingadev some thousands of years ago. Same austerity we also do, right? The moon landed somewhere and thousands of news channels are broadcasting it. What did the Prime Minister say to the President? What did the President say to the Prime Minister? Everything is documented and presented. Uh, the Haraldson, the Age, whatever, newspapers. They're pouring in news. But what is this? This is just vishaya, wish, poison, material matters. It will not take us anywhere. And then they get bored and that newspaper goes into the bin. And then a new, new newspaper comes in. So much effort is... Uh, put into getting that news to our doorstep, but that news is again producing nothing in our heads. But generally this is termed as general knowledge. But in uh, Sanskrit, in the scriptural terms, it is called as Jada knowledge. <laughs> Jada means useless knowledge. <laughs> so sometimes it is called general knowledge, but it's, yeah, but because to be in the society, you need to know certain things, but it acts, from a spiritual perspective, it doesn't progress spiritually, although it is just for you to sustain in this society to strike a conversation. Because sometimes 
as devotees when you strike a conversation you would think what do i even speak i don't play soccer i don't play footy i, I don't know what to strike in you know dialogue with it's always a challenge sometimes so you need to know about what's happening around in the material world and then krishna says the third type of austerity is mana mana prasada saumyatvam maunam atma vinigraha bhava samshuddhirityeta tapo manasam uchyate actually austerity of the mind is the most predominant and is very important having the gravity of thought it is said but all of this has to be done as we said has to be done in order to please the supreme lord otherwise this austerity cannot be practiced and these rishis represent that type of austerities they practice this austerity and penances so when i was thinking like this i was hearing a lecture where his holiness radhanath swami maharaj says he gives us an entirely different perspective what does it mean to be austere for a devotee for a devotee what does it mean to be austere what is austerity for a devotee what is tapasya for us eating prasadam <laughs> not melbourne prasadam melbourne prasadam is not austerity it is lavishness actually it's like devaloka indra's planet who had more than one glass of varuni there last week this thursday and that is our austerity <laughs> yeah but maharaj says actually for a devotee because austerity is related to one anartha what is that if one becomes too austere what is that anartha anartha means the hmm? pride dambha adhambitvam krishna says adhambitvam kshantirarjam adhamba damba damba is pride tat dha it is damba pride destroys austerity and this is what exactly happened with hiranyakashipu maharaj says that real austerity for a devotee means to destroy false ego and to take a humbler stance humility is the austerity of a devotee and that is the first instruction of shriman chaitanya mahaprabhu what is the instruction trinadapi sunichena tarorapi sahishnuna amanina manadena kirtaniya sadaharihi very interesting why is humility related to kirtaniya sadaharihi we will also discuss that how the flow is very interesting maharaj says humility is the real abharana of a devotee or real uh, 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 real ornament of a devotee and humility has to be practiced pro maharaj gives an example of uh, ragunath das goswami when he was in puri he was wearing nothing but a two piece cloth a cowpin and living like literally very frugal and he used to take food from the leftovers of jagannath puri prasadam you see very poor lifestyle very austere lifestyle yet he did not do this to gain pride because nobody even knew what he was doing you know somehow we had a reporter living next to him krishna das kaviraj goswami in radhakund so he saw him doing it then he reported it ragunath das goswami lives his life like that otherwise we wouldn't know we wouldn't even know he was living a life like that so when they perform austerities these extreme austerities it is not for pride it is because they take a very humbler stance trinadapi sunichena tarorapi sahishnuna um so th- when we when we hear such austerities of devotees we can't even we, we can't even imitate those austerities vrindavan if you be in two piece cloth two piece uh, our two piece suit 
gone. We will probably have to be taken to a hospital, especially in winter. Vrindavan gets really cold in winter. So, Maharaj says the actual austerity is to destroy the pride. We should take out pride and become humble. So, so real austerity means to become humble, accept what is favorable for Krishna consciousness and reject what is not favorable for Krishna consciousness. This is, this is real austerity. This is, and accepting and executing bhakti to Krishna in the mood of being a servant of Krishna. This is real austerity. And for us, Austerity as practitioners, us here in Melbourne, how do we, uh, as practitioners in ISKCON, for us austerity as we were discussing, I think that's where we ended the last session when I was here, austerity for us, Prabhupada has instructed is uh, preaching, participating in the preaching mission, mission of Srila Prabhupada, mm -hmm. distributing prasadam, going out for Sankirtan, you know, Harinamanda Prabhu, his father, he's here, so he is touring around the world, giving the holy name to one and all, that is uh, austerity because it's very difficult to go out and do Harinam and to do Harinam we need a little bit of humility because um, in those days because they had the prowess to do tapasya they were not that humble but in today's day and age we don't have neither the qualification nor the yogyata not the capability to do tapasya so therefore kirtanam is a natural process to become humble so do hum to, if you want to become humble, sing for the Lord, preach for the Lord. Singing Kirtanam doesn't only mean singing in front of us. Kirtan also means distributing books, preaching or speaking about the Lord um, or running a temple. So all of this is austerity for us because it's not easy. Doing something for Krishna is not, uh, is, is a simple austerity for us. Krishna, Prabhupada simplified the meaning of austerity for us. You know, live a simple life. Prabhupada was not after, he did not instruct his uh, disciples and grand disciples to do great austerities. You know, do tapasya, fast for 100 days, no, nothing like that. The most important thing is preach about Krishna. With this, I will just meditate on one aspect of the Lord, which the rishis uh, pray the Lord as, as Sharanyapala. Sharanyapala is a very interesting word because the Lord is the protector of those who are surrendered to Him. He is Pala. He is Palan means Palanhari. He is the one who sustains the devotees, who protects the devotees. There is a beautiful verse in the in the seventh canto, second chapter, which we already had finished. Patichutam tishtadidishta rakshitam grihestitam tadvihatam vinashyati jivatyanatho pitadadikshita vane grihe bhigupto syahato na jivati. 7 to 40. It says, Patichutam tishtati dishta rakshitam. There may be money lying on the street and nobody even notices it. There might be a $50 note lying on the street and no, maybe nobody notices it until the original owner comes back and picks it up. But somebody puts $50 million in his safe and that can go like that and he will not even know when the money is gone. Right? So, in the same way, one might be carrying somebody might be an orphan left in the forest. Huh? exposed to the ferocious animals, he will be protected. But a person living in the, in the comfort of a palace can be killed or slaughtered. You never know. So therefore, it is very important that to understand the supreme will of the Lord and the supreme will of the, uh, and the supreme position of the Lord that he is the ultimate protector. If he desires to protect someone, nobody can destroy him. And if he decides to destroy someone, nobody can protect him.
With this, I'll just share a story, story of Mahabharata to just demonstrate how he is a Palanahari, how he is a Sharanyapala. You know the story of Vishwamitra and uh, Harishchandra. Raja Harishchandra is cursed by Vishwamitra to go through severe tribulations. <clears throat> How many of you know the story of Harishchandra? Satya Harishchandra? Because Satya Harishchandra, is a, he's, a, he's taken a vow to speak only the truth. So he's subjected to immense tribulations. Vishwamitra puts him in that tribulation. And when Harishchandra is going through this, if you read the Charitra of Harishchandra, oh my God, it's, it's quite ghastly. Nobody, none of us can do what he did actually. To cut the story short, he is going through his tribulations and right at that time Vishwamitra's four sons are looking at the tribulation, are lamenting, oh no, poor Harishchandra. Looking at these four sons of his own, Vishwamitra gets angry. How dare that I have punished this Harishchandra and you are pitying that Harishchandra whereas you should be supporting me <laughs> because I have punished him. So he curses his own four sons to become birds in their next life. You see? So Vishwamitra curses his, his own sons to become birds in the next life. Of course, this is all a divine arrangement by the Lord. We should not see any curses by these great personalities of very low class. There's some hidden purposes behind it. Now these four sons enter a bird as eggs. They enter a bird and this bird flies during the type of Mahabharata war that is happening. Imagine a war scene and right in a war in a chariot, on the chariot there is a flag. On that flag this bird becomes interested to see the, uh, the, the warfare. So it flies into the war zone and sits on the chariot, the flag of a chariot during the war. Right then an arrow hits this bird. It's, it just goes through the bird and the bird dies. But right then it had four eggs inside it. Okay? And those four eggs just fall out of the bird because of the raktapat, because of the killing of the bird. The, the eggs, this is a story from Mahabharata. I'm not making it up. This is what Mahabharata explains about how the Lord sustains. These four eggs are none other than the sons of Vishwamitra. So those four eggs, as the bird falls, the eggs gets delivered out and then the... Uh, the birds, the eggs are there in the Mahabharata war scene. And imagine, eggs can get trampled because there are elephants, thousands of elephants, horses, chariots, kinsmen, everybody is there. Right then, uh, Jayadrata, you know Jayadrata, right? Jayadrata was a warrior in Mahabharata, so he's playing, he's fighting from Kauravas end. His elephant's bell, you know, the bell has a big chain. The arrow hits the bell. It's very descriptive of Mahabharata, how it explains. The bell, there's a big bell and the bell just falls down on the ground, just on the eggs, protecting it. You see, the four eggs get protected. And then the war, war is continuing, everything is done. All, all uh, Yudhishthira Maharaj has been put on the throne, everything is done. And then on the same battleground of Kurukshetra, after many days, Markandeya Rishi is passing through. And his disciples hear the chirping of the, chirping of the birds under the bell. And they lift the bell and there are four birds. Huh? So, amongst the war, these four birds were protected by Palanahari. This is Krishna's will that they have to be protected, they will be protected at any cost. How? This is the arrangement and it's, just, it's quite, someone can direct a movie against it, you know, beautiful, how descriptive Mahabharata goes. In that same war, there was a person who was blessed that nobody will be able to kill you unless somebody 
chops off your head and the head falls on my lap and then i give you death because uh, the father of jayadrath had blessed him because of his tapasya that nobody can kill you unless someone chops off your head gives your head in my hands and i put it on the ground until then you will live that means you are eternal in one sense krishna's arrangement arjuna shot an arrow in such a way that jayadrath's head tossed all the way into the head of this brahmana who had protected his so called son and looking at the son's head he just with shock he just threw this as soon as and he also had been cursed that as if the moment he puts the son's head on the floor even he will die so the same protector who was supposed to be the protector of his son who protected his son with the so called protection of blessing was killed he killed his own son with his own hands this was krishna's arrangement you see so krishna is a protector of those who comes to him he is a sharanya uh, sharanya pala see sharanya pala is the word that they use to glorify the lord so with this there is a beautiful prayer which is uh, composed by some acharya by acharyas and they pray the lord as as a protector himself it is it goes like this palayachut palayajita ಪಾಲಯಾಚಿತಪಾಲಯಾಚಿತಪಾಲಯಾಚಿತಪಾಲಯಾಚಿತಪಾಲಯಾಚಿತಪಾಲಯಾಚಿತಪಾಲಯ
Thursday, is it? It's next Thursday. Um, as the ultimate protector, ultimate maintainer, and the ultimate enjoyer as well, who gives pleasure to the gopis. So I'll stop here. Any questions, comments, or corrections? Prabhuji, you want to say a few words? Thank you, Prabhuji. Yes, Prabhu, Prashant Prabhu. Hare Krishna Prabhu, a very nice class. So now my question is, what happened to those devotees who are on the path of full surrender, but not yet there? So will they still be qualifying for the full protection of the Lord? Say that again. Uh, what happens to those devotees who are on the path of full surrender, but are still not yet there? Will they qualify for the full uh, protection of the Lord? Those devotees who are on the path of full surrender, they have not fully surrendered, yeah. you mean, but they have started. Yeah. Yeah, so the Lord will protect as long as we have prapadyante. To the amount of surrender we have given to the Lord, to the, um, that amount of protection the Lord will give. Mm. Like for example, if you have a little son and he's jumping off a compound and you're holding him, okay? If if my son is saying, up my arms, Papa, catch me. If he's doing that, then I can catch him. Yeah. But he's turning a blind eye, he's dying somewhere else. <laughs> then mm -hmm. the Lord is open arms, but the son is dying somewhere else. Yeah. So it depends on how we have surrendered to the Lord. The Lord is always willing to protect us. But if I don't want, if to the degree of protection I'm aspiring from the Lord, to that degree the Lord protects. Hmm. If I aspire complete protection and complete surrender, the Lord says, yes, aham, I will protect you. Name bhakta pranashyati and iti samshritya samshritya pranan sandharayam yaham. Um, so, that is my understanding, Prabhuji. He will protect. Yep. But this is, the sh this is the hope the devotee has that, that uh, you are my protector, you are my protector and you will protect me. This is the faith one has on Krishna. Mm -hmm. And how does uh, the Lord pro provide the protection? How can I perceive it as well? Because many times, oh, my expectation is, you know, different. Uh, and I'm, so I'm not able to perceive it, so. Yeah. This question also comes because we are doubting the Lord. As long as there is doubt in the Lord, then that is not called surrender. Surrender means uh, unalloyed love for the Lord. There is no mixture of doubt. Maashuchaha, Krishna says, don't have a doubt. Because if there is a doubting mind, doubts means it's demon, demoniac. So, if we doubt the Lord, it is because of our conditioning. So, we can also pray, I have these doubts, my dear Lord, please destroy these doubts, doubt demons, and protect me, my dear Lord. Protect me from these doubts also. So, if I have to surrender to the Lord, my doubts block me. So, these doubts are like demons for my surrender. So, destroy those doubts, my dear Lord. So we can pray like that. So every impediment for me to surrender to the Lord can be converted into a prayer. And if I'm aware of that impediment, that is the first step. I'm aware that my, there are, I have doubts. If I'm aware of that doubt, what do I do about it? I pray for it. I pray, please, my dear Lord, clear my doubts. I am such a fallen soul. I, I have so much conditioning. My dear Lord, protect me. I am so weak. I don't have the strength to sustain. So please help me. With, with your Shakti, so that I can sustain in this material world by executing Bhakti. So, convert, this is my understanding, Prabhuji. Grand Samadra Prabhu can add more if he wants to, Prabhuji. Yeah. Prabhu. 
the taste comes. It's like Prabhupada was saying that uh, it's a simple, a simple analogy is the sun and the, the shadow. You face the sun mm. and you get the, the, the warmth of the sun, but if you turn then you see the darkness of the shadow. Mm. It's as simple as that. So we have to put ourselves in a position of facing the sun, yeah. getting the mercy. Yes, Prabhupada. But it's our choice. Thank you, Prabhu. Thank you so much. Does it answer from Prashant Prabhu? Yeah. And this is the exact question Arjuna also had. And Arjuna gets chastisement from Krishna. Kshudram hridaya daurbalyam. Karpanya dosho, dosha. I have a miserly weakness. I am the son of uh, Avinashi. Avinashi totadvidhi. I am the son of that indestructible Krishna. So I am also indestructible. Why I should fear? So this is what uh, Krishna had, had this. Uh, Saying, Kshudram, you, you are, your weakness of the heart, Hridaya Daurbalyam, get up Arjuna, Tyaktvo Parantapa, Krishna chastises Arjuna. So this Daurbalyam, this weakness of the heart is because of Karpanya Dosha, that miserly weakness. But if I think I am the son of that uh, uh, Ajita, I am the son of that Supreme Lord who is indestructible, who is infallible. So then why should I worry? The Lord will take care. So if I have that enthusiasm, that inspiration that I will, Bhakta will never perish. No matter what situation it is, I will never perish my Lord because you are there with me at all time, place and circumstances. So then it doesn't matter Prabhuji. Whether somebody is in hell, whether somebody is in heaven or in Goloka, it doesn't matter. Because the Lord is always protecting. Because devotee, if a devotee is assigned a pro preaching program, go and distribute books in the hell. Devotees, yeah, of course, I'll go. Because he's always connecting to the Lord at all times. So it doesn't matter whether he's here, hell or heaven, doesn't matter. Um, but that conviction comes from practice. That is why Krishna says, Abhyasa Yoga na tato. Abhyasa Yoga is a very powerful tool that we repeatedly do something for Krishna and that has, that intensity of repetition increases our conviction. Um, um, I know Prana Prabhu was mentioning that the intensity has to, if the intensity increases, the conviction increases. Um, so, uh, how do I get that conviction? By increasing my intensity. The more intense our uh, practice is, the more conviction we get. Uh, that's the understanding, Prabhuji. That's my understanding. N not that I, I know I've realized it, this is just repeating some words that I've heard. Yes, Gokul. Sorry, I've overshot the time. Hare Krishna Prabhu, thank you for the nice class. My question is that you said Lord Krishna protects everyone, but why didn't he protect Arjuna's son Abhimanyu? <laughs> okay, Krishna protects everyone, why did Krishna not protect Abhimanyu? What is the answer? Why do you think Abhimanyu was not protected? No, you think that the body of Abhimanyu is Abhimanyu. Is it not? What do you think? Who was Abhimanyu? Arjuna's son. Yeah, that is your definition. For Krishna, Abhimanyu is not Arjuna's son. Abhimanyu is his son, Krishna's son. So Arjuna is always protected. What got killed was Arjuna's son's body that was Abhimanyu. Not Abhimanyu who is the original spirit soul. So Abhimanyu is always protected. You get my point? 
So women is always protected. What we sometimes feel, the definition of protection also you have to understand. Protection doesn't mean protecting the body. Protection means protecting the spirit which runs this body. It, we are concerned with that protection because the body eventually will perish. If Abhinamani was not killed in the war, 98 years, 90 years later he would have got killed by old age anyways. So what the Krishna is not willing to protect that which will eventually get destroyed which is material. This matter gets destroyed anyways. Matter gets transformed every minute. Krishna's protection is eternal. He protects something that is eternal, which is spirit. So therefore, Abhimanyu was always protected. Thank you. Getting the point? So what, what was... And, and even the destruction of that material body also was protection. Because Abhimanyu is given another body, a spiritual body, where he can serve Krishna per, uh, permanently. Not in the body of Abhimanyu, but as original Abhimanyu. Make sense? Thank you for the nice question. Yes, Savia. Hare Krishna, Prabhuji. Thank you for the nice class. Prabhuji, you mentioned we approach the Lord according to our mood and our qualities. Mm. Like Lord Shiva um, was praising Lord Dev by calling him the destroyer. Mm. But Prabhu, when we see ourselves, we don't see any qualities. So how do we approach the Lord? We don't see any qualities in Krishna. Oh, in ourselves. Okay, therefore we follow in the footsteps of the Acharyas. So we repeat their prayers. For example, if you sing Mukundamala Stotram, you are learning Mukundamala Stotram, or you are learning Bhagavad Gita Shlokas, or you are learning prayers of Arjuna, prayers of Bhishma Dev. When you repeat these prayers, you will start seeing those qualities in the Lord. So our quality is only one. We are just a humble servant. Our quality. So, we should only see one quality that I am a fallen soul. Patit. I am a Patit and you are my uh, protector. That's the only quality we can see. We should not be seeing, hmm, I am actually a good Bhakta, you know. A devotee doesn't think like that. A devotee sees only one quality that is fallen. <laughs> that I am a fallen soul. If somebody is seeing that quality, that's great. And then he sees, the Lord, you are such a protector of these fallen souls, please protect me. So, that's a nice way of seeing. Does it make sense? So, uh, this is a record of uh, the, whether Vyasa looking at Shiva and seeing these qualities in Lord Shiva. That, that is what our observation was. Lord Shiva did not think that he was a destroyer. He naturally saw the destructive power in Narsingadeva. So, when we see Krishna as the gopis and a vallabha, as you are, you are the lover of the gopis and we keep seeing those qualities in Krishna, then you start cultivating that habit of seeing Krishna's qualities. You know what I mean? So, and get attracted to those specific qualities of Krishna, whether he is a Gopa, whether he is a Gopi Jana Vallabha, or he is protector of Pandavas, like that, or protector of Draupadi. Thank you, Prabhupada. Does it answer your question? Yeah. Mataji has that as a question. Hare Krishna. Yes, Thank you for the excellent class, Prabhu. Uh, on the topic of protection, I remembered this very nice verse in the Bhagavatam in the ninth canto. Uh, in the section of where Ambarish um, Maharaj was protected by the Lord hmm. Sudarshan Chakra, hmm. there is a very nice verse where um, it said, Pragdishtam, that is already Krishna had arranged, even before that event yes. happened, he had already arranged for the Sudarshan Chakra to protect Ambarish Maharaj from that demon yes. uh, who was trying to, uh, who was, and so in the purport, Prabhupada says that. Uh, very encouragingly, he says, this protection is offered to a devotee even from the very beginning of his devotional service. Yes. So I marked that because it's so encouraging yes. to, yes, to it is, know it that. Is, Mataji. Thank you. Actually, this is the hope for the devotees. Thank you so much for sharing, Mataji. The moment we take the first step towards Krishna, we are protected. 
Krishna says we are all protected because we are protected by Prabhupada. We are following on the footsteps of Prabhupada. Our Acharyas protect us. Our, our um, Krishna consciousness, we are protected by the scriptures, we are protected by Krishna, we are protected by Radharani. When we come to the temple, take Sharanamrit. The devotee is always protected at all time, place and circumstances, not now, eternally. Even for repetitive births, we are protected. It's just that we don't take it in our heads that we are protected. We remain humble. That's the reason. Um, so thank you so much, Mataji. But it's an inspiring thing to always have trust in Krishna, have faith in Krishna. No, Krishna, you are my protector. Palaya chuta, palaya jita, palaya kamalalaya, leelayam bhudharu. You you protect and you make us your own. You make us your own. Like you make us our own form. Because Krishna says, Mamai vamsho jiva loke, jiva bhuta sanatanaha. He's saying, You're all my people. So why will he abandon us? He will. He will take us. Thank you so much, Mataji. So we'll stop here. Grantaraj Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai, Srila Prabhupada ki jai, Ananta Koti Vaishnava Vrindi ki jai, Nitai Gaur Premanande. Hari Hari Gaur. Srila Prabhupada ki jai.